Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday to you. Happy birthday. Stevie Ashley. Wonder edition is the black edition, if y'all did not know. <laughs> Period. Okay. Recapping with Delora and Ashley is officially two years old. Major key. Yes, we are two years young, as we should say, because we only getting started and we only getting better. Well said, Ashley. What are your thoughts about 140 freaking episodes? 101 with this one, all right? Thousands of global downloads. Yeah. Global. We are in the Midland. We are in Germany. Australia. Yeah. I mean, God is good. That's really all I got because we started this thing with just some general thoughts and ideas and a passion for something. And we really have evolved it and continue, we'll continue to evolve it as we move forward. So, you know, God is good. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for our friendship that allows us to hop on this mic week in and week out. Amen. And Amen. not only enjoy ourselves, but hopefully give people something that they look forward to and that they find entertaining. Cause that's, that's the point, right? Not just to hear ourselves talk, but hopefully provide something to the people. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. And I'm so grateful for you, Ashley. You're the one that had the original idea it was so funny because there's this lesson. I think it's from, again, one of my favorite books, The 48 Laws of Power, where if you present it with something, you're meant to, it's meant for you to make quick decisions. You know what I mean? And mm. before an opportunity passes you by. And one of the things I remember vividly, you're saying, like, hey, you want to do a podcast? And I was like, yeah. I just said yeah and I think it took us about what two years after that yes yes do it yes but all in good timing because that initial thought was just because you know we both had gotten into podcasting as a medium to listen to and to enjoy but I had by the time we were ready to start I at least had some experience that allowed us to get going without needing any additional help or support in some of the ways we would have at the onset, right? Like if we had started two years prior, we would have been asking a million and one (laughs) questions. We still have plenty of time for it, right? Exactly. Because with the pandemic, it was just, we had a pause in life that allowed for us to both kind of put the energy and effort into it to to get it going. So yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a hell of a ride these past two years. And I'm definitely excited to see what comes. We got an award nomination under our belt. We're going to yes. be vying for some other things in that lane. And yes, ma'am. You know, hopefully getting some money. 
along the way. <laughs> Couldn't say it any better. So along with us celebrating our birthday, we got some reviews. I want to highlight here really quick. Our latest review found on Apple Podcasts, five stars, titled Great Podcast. This is from Heart Mama 11. Delora and Ashley's podcast quickly became one of my favorite to listen to. They keep me up to date on current, uh, current headlines, keep me laughing, and are relatable, even on tough topics and current events. Love this podcast. Thank you, Heart Mama 11. Yes, appreciate you so much. I'm going to cheers to that because I cheers into the birthday and to the review. We appreciate you. I'm sipping on some Moscato with a little bit of orange juice, a little late day mimosa. So cheers, Heart Mama. <laughs> Love you, girl. Okay, Farmer. Um, and our next <laughs> yes. shout out. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> and our next shout out comes from 1215 underscore design studio. This is from Instagram. We got this lovely shout out from my talented interior designer. I sound so bougie, but listen, <laughs> the woman has skills. She reposted us on her Instagram stories and said, my client has a podcast. And I've been tearing through it since Saturday, y'all. And I talked to her a little bit offline. This went all the way back to normal people. Episode one. So God bless. Hearts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast and for sharing us to your to your followers. Thank you, thank you. Absolutely. Only thing I can say, we so appreciate you going back to the beginning, but just know we've only gotten better, okay? <laughs> appreciate you listening to some of those early days, some of those long conversations. We fine-tuned it a little bit since little then. Bit. So we appreciate you. Hope we're just, excited. Just come just come, come to the here and now as well. We appreciate you. What I will say is listening to some of our older episodes, I, I, I feel... I feel the the joy. The we excitement, were the we loved it. We loved it so much. We was on that mic for two and a half, three hours almost. <laughs> some episodes. We was living it. We thought we was Listen. Joe Rogan. We was like, or drink champs. We thought everybody <laughs> talked about television for three hours. Okay. Oh, drink I champs. Congratulations, it. by the way, on y'all award. Congratulations. They won a BT Hip Hop Award. Congratulations. Oh, good. It's a great show. Great show. All right, let's get into our quick headlines. This is from The Hollywood Reporter. As Trevor Noah exits, Comedy Central finds itself in crisis mode. The Daily Show host's shocking departure leaves the brand in an unfunny place, lacking vision for the streaming era under leadership that partners claim is more interested in squeezing margins Ashley, he famously replaced Jon Stewart, who was with the show for many, many years. It was actually a big deal when Trevor Noah got that job, because mm -hmm. as we all know, he's not quote unquote American. He's South African. And he also wasn't a mainstay on the show before the transition happened as well. 
Although I do root for him every year at the Emmys, but John Same. Oliver's show keeps winning. And that was, he was a part of the Daily Show. Everybody thought was going to, you know, ascend, but did not. But he has a good thing going over in HBO. Ashley, what were your initial reactions to this announcement? Another shakeup in the television space, obviously. We had just talked about wanting him to have won at the last Emmys. And you were saying, oh, John Oliver has a good show up. Never seen his show. I'm sure he does. But now it makes me even more sad if Trevor's leaving this post. They haven't said exactly when he's leaving yet. So maybe he'll have one more round of award contention before he's completely gone. But you have James Corden who's leaving, stepping away from the late, late show. I mean, there's been a shakeup kind of to the late night hosting lineup in general. But I'll I'll be sad to see Trevor go. I enjoy The Daily Show when I check it out. And I think he lends a unique perspective obviously it's great to have a black man in the position that he's been in but I also understood his because I didn't really look into his rationale until I knew we were going to talk about it for the sake of the pod so I understand the thought of like his schedule probably being such where he's not able to live his best life because he has to shoot so he's like yo I want to explore I want to go to other countries I want to do my thing so yes not sure if he's going to step into another permanent gig anytime soon so that he can go do some of those things maybe you know I kind of look at it like you know how some artists now have started doing the Vegas residencies more than we used to see I think once you hit certain points in your career you're ready for that level of like I want to be in one place for a while and be able to do that and have my family around and all this and that I think Trevor still wants to go live his best life so surprising but good for you so i like to highlight a couple of things from this article one the viewership has plummeted in seven seasons according to uh, what i'm seeing here but it's a mainstay on social media they said that the social footprint is still going strong and mccarthy who's the head of comedy central even offered Noah the ability to accommodate for a schedule. Yeah, and how much so, of the ratings decline is due to just the overall decline that we see amongst with cable, cable. broadcasts due exactly. to the competition with streaming. So Correct, correct. So, I mean, Trevor is a young man. He's technically single, even though he's out here in these streets kissing Dua Lipa. Okay. okay. Which I'm not mad. He obviously has a type, though. Mm. Um, Are you calling him Jamie Foxx? <laughs> I, I was just referring to brunettes, but sure. Ashley. I love them both. Sure. I'm just, I'm just for the sake of the pot. I'm adding a little spice, y'all know. <laughs> I'm, you know, I love him, and I think, like every millennial, you realize you don't have to be somewhere for. 11 years Mm. to have a fulfilling career so Mm. I just read something today too that I think is so true which is basically like everybody wants to live at the top of the mountain top but they don't the top of the mountain but they don't realize that it's the journey up that provides for happiness and growth so maybe he's been at the top of the mountain in terms of this for a while now and he wants to go back to something that's going to provide him with that growth and that Mm. happiness so that's something I was thinking about. Hmm. Well said. All right, let's get into our next quick headlines. So this is a twofer I want to talk about. Two 
epic movie trailers came out this week. The first, Apple TV Plus, Emancipation, starring Will Smith. This, as we all know, is the very first project post the infamous Oscar slap. Let's start with this one. Ashley, Mm. did you see this trailer? Do you think there is a chance in hell that he can get an Oscar nomination for this upcoming role, Emancipation? Oh, good question. I think it's too soon. I think it's going to be way too soon for him to possibly get an Oscar nomination unless something crazy or unpredictable happens, which, I mean, say la vie, could, but I don't foresee it with this, but I did watch the trailer. It's the accent for me. That's all I could focus on. I was like... Good or bad? Uh, just different. Like, I don't... I can't recall a time that I've ever that I can remember hearing him with some such a, a thick accent that sounds so different from his actual voice. He's never done one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the closest thing was Ali. I think that was probably the closest. Yeah, I can't think of another time either. But sometimes I say stuff like that on the mic and then I think back and I'm like, damn, actually. But no, I think we're right in this case. But uh, it's it's a struggle for me at the same time because I'm not a fan of slavery films and just kind of dwelling in that era the way that I'm excited for the Black Panther, you know, trailer, what I'm excited for is the continuation of Will in terms of his efforts as an actor, right? And putting out a project Gross. that I know he's really excited for, yes. more so than me just being super hype about anticipating this film. Blame it on the fact that I had to watch, I was forced to watch Rosewood multiple times as a child in school. I just, it's, I've it's a lot of trauma. I've never had to watch that in school, we, but you also... In yeah. middle school and high school, we were forced to watch it multiple times. Really? Hated it. Hated it. Had no other Fascinating. choice. For me, you know, it actually goes back to some of the conversation we had um, gearing up for Oscar season, his GQ article, when he had the whole cover, cover story profile talking about this movie and how this is a major project for him considering he never considered doing a slave movie but Mm -hmm. this was an exception because of of course the goal is freedom right so I I think it's going to be one of those things where this is probably going to be his best work and he's probably not going to be recognized for it Um, even in this title that I'm looking again at the Hollywood Reporter it says will Oscar voters even consider voting for Will Smith for emancipation. And then it says, quote, we have to allow people to grow. And another quote says, no chance, F him. Mm. So, who, did those, survey, who did those comments come from? The survey came from a dozen Academy members in wake of Apple's announcement uh, for the film coming out in December. And yeah, An academy member said that girl, girl, please don't just, tell me you're surprised. Please. It just seems so interesting that that acad- an academy member would put out a statement like that. I'm not surprised, it's just unfortunate, crazy. And um, they'd let you know what branch uh, each quote is from so the writer branch the director branch the actor branch from producer branch in this climate i don't think will will get a day pass 
if he happens to get nominated, he's a sitting duck. No one will book him to promote anything. Executive branch, would I vote for Will Smith? Not a chance. Executive branch, heavy sigh, no chance I would vote for him. Talk about being blackballed. Music branch, nominating Will Smith would be a slap in the face to the Academy. Okay. This is going to be interesting, but more to be continued, right? Indeed. All right, Ashley, the second trailer that came out this week, Black Panther 2. So when we talked about this a few months ago, it was just the teaser that they gave us from Comic-Con. Right. We now have an official trailer. I'm just going to go ahead and start and say by say this. The way these movies have a stronghold on my emotions <laughs> is like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. The amount of goosebumps and tears that were produced from watching two minutes and 30 seconds of a movie that hasn't even come out yet is unreal, Ashley. <laughs> I'm freaking believable. I was, I was on the verge of bawling my eyes out because it was just so intense. And I think thinking back to the wonderful, great Hannah Beekler, she talked about how much heart and soul went into this movie on mm-hmm. all levels and i feel like it is palpable oh absolutely ryan coogler almost quit the business after chadwick's death so i have absolutely. that right here entertainment weekly ryan coogler almost quit filmmaking after chadwick's death The Black Panther director admits that he thought about walking away from the business after his friend and star died in 2020. All I can say is it's about to be a hell of a movie. Have the tissues ready, people. You know, what's wild, too, is I'm going to be in Arizona at my cousin's wedding when Black Panther comes out. When I tell you I told my mom, even though there are events going on the entire time, it's like a weekend situation. One of those mornings, we're going to the movie theater. I'm going to find the first showing of the day because there's no way in the hell that y'all going to catch me not seeing Black Panther opening weekend. There's no way in hell, <laughs> okay? 11-11. I'm excited. Pre-sales are already available. I know. The teaser trailer, obviously super powerful. This obviously gave us just a sprinkle more, gave us that, Black Panther suit in full at the end. So, I mean, it's going to be epic. Visually, it's going to be stunning. stunning. Hannah definitely did her thing. The water, as well as the crew the water at Marvel. With Namor? Yeah, it's, it's about to be everything. So, I feel like I might be rooting for him too. And I have a feeling he's a badass for <laughs> sure. I'm not rooting for him, I don't I'm think. Unless joking, he's Ashley. Well, you know. <laughs> Some people probably actually will, unless he somehow changes his uh, tune and is, is you know, one of those villains who starts out as a villain but has a change of heart. Yes. You got to go, baby. You got to go. So we'll see what happens. But I'm so, I mean, I can't wait. This was, if I hadn't gone to see the Wimp, the Woman King, this was going to be my next return to the theater because nothing had been moving me 
to go back to the theaters again. I told y'all my thing about the bathroom. I'm so serious about that. I need to be at a pause to go to the potty. I still have to see the Woman King. Actually, it was good. Good. It was. It was a. Uh, um. And and I know I watched Game of Thrones, so I have no business saying it was violent. But it. You know, sometimes your spirit. <laughs> sometimes your spirit is just like, ooh, today. I wasn't ready for this, but no, Viola, like the 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 cast, the women in that cast were phenomenal, phenomenal. All right, let's get into our hot topics today. Ashley, we really try not to talk about this man, but rolling eye emoji. That's what I got today. <laughs> On Monday at Paris Fashion Week. Rapper slash designer Kanye West, legally named Yee, this is from the Los Angeles Times, and conservative pundit Candace Owens wore White Lives Matter shirts. <sighs> Ancestral sigh there, okay? <laughs> he don't he don't belong to us anymore. He doesn't belong with us anymore. So. And he's out here literally Kanye shrugging to everyone's hoopla about it. He he has since posted on his social media that the Black Lives Matter is a scam. And it's just gross, Ashley. And it's a hot topic that I think we should talk about because is there any redeeming, any redemption or yay in the black community? I think that would depend on who you ask, right? It's not like we're a monolith. He's been gone. He's been done for me though. Like I've said this so many times. When slavery was a choice, right? Before before that, as soon as he put on the Trump hat, it was a wrap for me. You know, I he's been lost in the sauce for a very long time. And I think you know, we can have this conversation. People are going to feel some type of way about it for a week, maybe. And then people are going to move on. But don't be surprised. I don't know why anybody's ever surprised when these situations come up, but y'all still support him. Y'all still want to stream his album when it drops. Y'all still want to go buy his clothing and his shoes. Okay. That's why he still has a platform. That's why he still does the shit that he does because he knows that people are still going to rock with the fashion side or the music side or whatever they so choose. The fact that people even still call him a genius. He's not a genius to me. He's insane. He's also attacking, attacking black women. If Gabriella Car Carfia Johnson, who called him out on, it's a lot. I just, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, what I will say is I appreciate it. Tamika Mallory's response. She says, to be clear, the statement, white lives matter is a violent assault against black people. It did not exist until the world affirmed black folks by saying black lives matter. The statement is an attempt to excuse the slander of black people. Again, when it comes to the white lives matter thing, to what she was saying, it wasn't even a statement until Black people started screaming in the street that Black Lives Matter because of how people, not just Black people, people saw how Black 
black people were just disposables when it comes to our law enforcement, right? Like not given the benefit of doubt, not even given a trial by a jury, right? Just kill them in the middle of the street, whether it's leaning on somebody's neck, shooting them in the back, shooting them in their car, shooting them in their house. It's making me sad. (laughs) See, I mean, it's a shame that this even has to be discussed, right? In terms of this this hot topic with Kanye. Like to me, Kanye causes free thought and all of that, but he's he's gone. I wish y'all would let him go because that mofo was gone. (laughs) (laughs) That part, that part, let him go. It's one of those things where it's like, Let's not give him any attention and maybe exactly. he'll go away. If black media outlets stop put, making him a headline, I think things would change somewhat. If y'all stopped supporting him financially, you would see a change. I thought maybe this was going to be the catalyst even for there to be more backlash from more people within the fashion community because I was surprised by a couple of people I did see speak out. But again, given the way the the world works and social media works it's just a blip until the next thing that somebody does or says you know what i mean i don't think it's going to be enough of an outrage about it to change anything so all i can say is y'all just remember this y'all everybody's memories are want to be short these days just remember this don't be surprised when the next thing happens he's shown y'all who he is i don't know why y'all keep thinking something's gonna be different that man is gone and i say that as someone who kanye used to be my favorite rapper so some of the old hits, like I said, even last week with the four or five seconds, I, I loved that song, but I'm I'm good. I'm good on Kanye for the rest of my life. Riri is definitely not inviting him. To <laughs> <laughs> point blank period at this point. <laughs> All right, let's go into our second hot topic. I just want to say... Ding, ding, ding. Everybody's getting divorced. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Because Mm. for reference, people, this is from Brown Sugar. I was trying to. Oh, let's toast to what? My divorce. divorce. (laughs) She came out with the dress with everything out. She was living her best life. All right. So let's start with the most shocking news. I am looking at Entertainment Weekly. Tia Maori and Corey Hardrick are divorcing after 14 years of marriage. These decisions are never easy. The couple met on set in 1999 and shared two children. In one of the most stunning news, and what I love about Black people is like we take this stuff to heart. Okay, the amount of heartbreak that I saw when she announced her and her husband are, se- you know, going their separate ways. People are like, no! I was one of them. <laughs> I know, I know. I was hurt. I will say, one of my girlfriends here, she has always said that Corey looked annoyed with Tia. And that always stuck with me. She was like, <laughs> shout out to Alex. She's like, he always just looked like he's putting up with her or whatever maybe he just has a resting bitch face or something 
Mari and her statement says, I'm grateful for all the happy times we had together. I want to thank my friends and family and fans for love and support as we start this new chapter moving forward in our lives. They have since uh, not made any official comments, but I have noticed on social media, someone claimed that he cheated on her and he frankly put lies. Yeah. Appreciate that. You better clarify that, sir. He's like, y'all gonna put some respect on my name, okay? Right, right, right. It's it's upsetting to me, I guess, twofold. For one, I said this with the Nia Long situation. I just, you know, it, it makes me sad when you see the dissolution of relationships just in general and woman to woman. You know, I know Tia has obviously been with this with her husband for a long time and we've gotten to see them publicly in certain facets that made them look like they were a great couple so yes. you know just make, made you wonder well dang what happened obviously none of our business but it still made me sad and then the second part of that is we grew up with tia maori yes. we grew up with tamara like they yes. are a part of our lives in a very fundamental way because it's always something special about the people that get into your heart when you're a child Absolutely. so I know you say you're like almost third sister because they, y'all share a birthday. You remember? I of always call I myself. Do. I always call myself the triplet or the extra twin. I yes, joke. Of course. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. even there, like I wish that they had kept with their reality show. Like they just, they make me feel good. Like there's just something about their energy. They have beautiful souls. Yeah. yeah. And I, that's the whole family. Taj, like all of them. Agreed. I just really enjoy them. So yes. it makes me sad from that standpoint. But I'll tell you this. The post you did of Tia saying, talking about self-love made me think if this is what's best for you, sis, then I'm happy for you. Yeah, it seems. And based off of that statement, only making speculation, of course, it could just be one of those things where people just fall apart. They met young. They met extremely young and they both are working actors and that can wreak havoc in terms of you know scheduling and things along those lines and yeah because he's been starring in the all-american spinoff all-american homecoming so i think they're i don't i don't know if they shoot on location in atlanta or somewhere like that but that's very possible or always possible obviously yeah i think it's interesting that people automatically go to cheating when it comes to things like this but you know and I had no, I had no speculation whatsoever. I was just like, damn. Yeah. Not my, not my cousins, you know, cause exactly. they like, you know, they always some level of family. <laughs> that part. Well, I hope they both find what they're looking for. Dang. Oh, in other news, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen have hired divorce attorneys. Sources say, I'm looking at CNN Entertainment. This has been a buzzing for some time. Yes, ma'am. Especially after old dude who was supposed to retire decided to say, psych. (laughs) That part. (laughs) People kill me with this conversation because they're like, well, he felt like he can go back. Let him go play. You know, he's, you know, the goat. She was the fucking goat in modeling. You know, it's like he married Giselle Bunchen at her peak. 
she was slowly on the decline because she was ready to have a family. But when you were talking about two ambitious people and making promises and one of them doesn't keep a promise, mm. this isn't far-fetched to me, Ashley. Um, This has definitely been a brewing. Once I saw the headlines about the fact that they escaped the hurricane in Tampa and to go stay somewhere apart, I was like, oh, it's over. Like if, because you think about like, if if a tr- like a potential tragedy or like major event doesn't bring you back together, I'm not mm. sure that anything is going to bring you back together. To your point about Giselle, I, I feel like, I don't know if we've had this conversation on the mic, but so many times it's that idea of like, you liked, it seemed like you may have liked this woman at the epitome of her career, but you didn't want that version of her once you got with her. You wanted her to be the the, the support, be your rib. You know what I mean? And mm. possible, Giselle's like, can you now be my rib? It's my time yes. to shine. But yes. it's also possible, because I feel like I've read this as well, that Giselle has said, it's not about career. It's about the fact that you're not there to support the family the way I need you to be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Football doesn't even provide for you to be that support for the family in general mm-hmm. as the kids are growing up, as things are happening that I need for you to be. And that's valid. I mean, I don't think when she got married or either of them probably thought he would still be playing well into his 40s. Yes. Football is a very violent and dangerous sport. Yes. Usually you don't make it that long. So True. great that he has the option but at this point, are you really going to put football after all these years over your wife? If this is the decision that has to be made, I'm, I'll be curious to see. People are going as far as tracking whether or not she shows up to the game or making posts on social media. And she has done none of the above. <laughs> she so. made one statement, right? And she said, like, almost like wishing you the best type thing. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it wasn't even after the win. I think it was at the beginning of the season because they have since won and she has been radio silent. I've said this about Tom Brady. You have to drag that man off the field. So I don't know. Feel sorry for for the kids if this is the end. Mm. And in other news, Miguel and his wife are getting a divorce. Again. Months after reconciliation they were initially separated september 2021 but they came back together in february and apparently it's officially done so i think the reason why i decided to bring up this whole topic because what is in the water ashley like it is (laughs) twitter had me cracking up do you remember that meme of the popeye chicken employee leaning on the bench outside the store it was after it was during the chicken sandwich craze exhausted they were just over it exhausted somebody was like divorce lawyers in hollywood (laughs) (laughs) nah bro they take they getting all the checks all the checks they they eating they eating real real good it's supposed to be cuffing season it's supposed to be cuffing season but in my opinion, the Miguel thing, I don't know if that one's going to make it. I'm like, is this just another no. like Ray J, no. princess love? Like, yes, we break up to make up. They've been together forever as well. Very long time. It's also, should y'all have gotten married? I always question the couples who have been together for a really long time. It seems like years. once they get married, shit falls apart. Mm. Yeah. 
Ah, beautiful, gorgeous couple. But they are. She's stunning. That part. But he is beautiful, too. He you is. know, you can't even say handsome with him. He's a beautiful No, man. he is. He has that He has that prince, he has that prince thing yes. going for him, for sure. Which yes. makes sense, because she would have been prince's type, flat out. 1,000%. <laughs> well, sorry to hear this. And to your point, yes, they dated for 10 years before they got engaged in 2016. And then they got married in 2018. So... Um, if it said, ain't broke, if it ain't broke, baby, <laughs> more of that story. Goldie Hawn. Yep. Goldie Hawn said recently again, if I got married, I, if we had got married, I'd be divorced by now. She said that again recently. If you know what works, keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got today, Ashley. You have any final thoughts? Girl, maybe we'll see a marriage and baby uh craze to help Boom. fight off this uh yeah especially with cuffing season to help fight off all this all this heartbreak hillary swank is pregnant yeah that miracle was... baby i saw yes. that that's amazing how old is hillary swank her. in her mid to late 40s now she's 48 48 oh yeah so yeah i get it but gina, gina davis had a kid at like 50 yeah so god bless good for you happy for you girl absolutely all right, Ashley, what are we recapping next week? So we're going to take this full circle back to your comment about the orange juice <laughs> and the drink. Because guys, in celebration of our anniversary, because it's not just anniversary day, it's month, according to the Lord. We're celebrating this whole month. Listen, y'all know I how black celebrate my do. birthday. Well, that's, I do too. Month. It's facts. December is for me. Okay, me and Jesus. Um, <laughs> we are recapping my favorite film of all time i've mentioned it multiple times on this podcast but if you don't know it is the 1992 romantic drama the bodyguard darling starring whitney houston and kevin costner oh my god i don't understand how excited i am to get into this movie i'm gonna reel it in though i'm gonna try not to go too crazy and try want to talk about every single scene. So we got y'all. But that's it. Sweet. This is one of the few times Memories. I wish we could play music on this podcast. The fact that we cannot bothers me. But it's okay. And right. I wish you die. I guess the Lord got y'all. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.